Um, details are not necessarily important, as important to me. Okay. So uh, at the end, I will have time for questions. Basically, I'm going to finish at noon, and then we'll have time. If anyone wants to stick around and ask questions, I'll stay here as long as you want me to stay here. Okay? As long as I can eat lunch at some point. Um, but, uh, and then there's some materials over here. I didn't say anything about those yesterday. You can take a look through those. Please do not take them. They are, they're the only ones I have here. Um, and I just want people to be able to see what those are. Most of them are disc things. There's also a book that I was able to write. If orphan care is something that interests you, that book is all about best practices in orphan care around the world. If you want to talk more about that stuff, I can talk about that too later. Um, and what I'm also going to do today, I'm going to finish going through the styles themselves because that's really important for us to understand the foundational stuff. I'm going to go through some scripture and I'm going to let you take pictures of some of these slides, which is actually not necessarily fully kosher, but I'm going to trust that you won't share them with anyone because they are copyrighted. I can't share the slides like with, via email with people because they're copyrighted and I don't own that copyright. So I can share them here and then I will let you be able to you know, take a picture of them for the strategies because there's no way we're going to be able to cover all this information in an hour. That being said, if you in your church, different groups in your church, your marriage, your parenting, uh, ministries at your churches, I would love to come uh, wherever you are um, and we can talk about how we can go and do that kind of class at your church. And it would typically be like an evening, morning thing. This is typically a three and a half hour to four hour training um, because of all these different um, strategies and tips and, and different things and leave more time for questions. I don't talk as fast in that one as well. Um, but uh, but that's, that's available, and I'd love to talk with you about that. Is that something you want to do? I travel, you know, not a ton, but enough to where I could, even if you're not necessarily in the California, um, in the state of California, I could come to you uh, to do that as well. So that's available. Okay. Are we ready? Did everyone get, does everyone have this? I need three of them. Three, three of them? Yeah. Man. You you really only need one. I mean, I don't know. I'm short. Well, you're not short. You just don't have one. I'm short. You want to? There you go. And does anybody need a pen? Pen? Oh, you need one more of those. Okay. There you go. Everyone got one now? Okay, I'm going to put them back. Do you really need one, seriously? Sorry, that's my wife. That's how I, I treat my wife better than that normally. Um, why? I'll put them on the for Kalea. Yeah, if people need them, they're over here now. Okay, I'm going to get started going because there's a lot to cover. Okay, so eyes. We finished off halfway through the eye yesterday. All right? So we talked about eyes, ready, aim, talk versus ready, fire, aim in the D's. D's want to get it done. They want to get it done now. Eyes want to get it done the fun way, right? Because D's, results is what they need. Eyes need fun. And that's just fat out. If you hear someone saying this is fun, where it's going to be fun, 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 that's typically an I personality. Listen to that language. Okay, it's very important. If you hear fun a lot coming out of their mouth, they're probably an I, which will mean a lot. Um, as I talked about, FOMO is a real thing, often very annoying, often making a lot of noises throughout the day, singing, humming, tapping, fidgeting, that's going to be a sign for an eye. Okay, my son will wake up and he'll be humming. It's like Song of the South and uh, zippity-doo-dah every day, right? And so um, that's something that uh, is the reality of an eye. Eyes also, this is really important for eyes, okay? Don't look around if you're an eye because this is really important. Eyes, when you're talking at a party or in a big, large crowd, focus on who you're talking to. Don't be looking around at what you're missing, okay? Eyes tend to do that when they're talking to people, and I do that a lot. You're talking, and it's like, and, and you, don't even, you can't even help it. It's why eyes have a hard time remembering names, because you're not really listening, because you're looking around and seeing what else you can be doing at the big things going on, okay? So that's really important because what does that convey to the person you're talking to? You're not 
You're not important. What else? You're not interested. It's disrespectful. I don't care. That's what the person's receiving. Okay? Whether that's true or not, that's perception. And perception is reality. Okay? Same way with these. What we talk about. We talked about be good to people and get things done. Don't switch that order or else you're going to burn a lot of bridges. Okay? All right. Eyes are typically the cruise director, which is actually what I wanted to do for a while in my life until my mom told me to go to law school because it meant a lot to her, and I did. Um, but think about Peter. I mean, he, if you watch The Chosen, he's always in the middle of everything. And if you read the scripture, he's always in the middle of everything, and he's always talking. He's always doing stuff. Um, I talked about I's. I mean, to talk about D's. Is, again, this is a joke. It's a joke recording. But D's, the... It's the happiest day of the parent's life when the D leaves the house because they get their house back, right? We talked about that yesterday. Eyes, it's the hardest day of the parent's life, saddest day because the fun leaves the house with him or her. And, uh, and I didn't make that up. That was from somebody else who said that, so it's not just because I'm an I. But eyes, Ds we talked about are hard on others and easy on self. Eyes are easy on everyone because they just want to have fun and keep it light and just keep it enjoyable experience, okay? Talk about the GPS. The D, I want to beat GPS. Eyes um, with GPS. Uh, GPS was made for high eyes because nothing, you know, they love it recalculating after they get distracted and miss the exit. <laughs> and uh, so that's just the reality. It's an eye's best friend. Okay, that is the... Um, Oh, and interestingly, too, when you look at D's and I's, they often, you know, they'll go at it, right? Who knows what happens in Galatians 2 with Peter and Paul, right? Peter was talking, hanging out with the circumcised group and all that, and Paul comes in, and he's like, what are you doing, man? He calls him out because that's, you know, Paul, a lot of people probably weren't super uh, confident enough to be calling out Peter, presumably, right? He's the rock of the church. He's the one that Jesus told that. He was the one that was doing all the stuff. He was the one that was leading in Jerusalem. And Paul comes in. He's like, what are you doing, man? That's not the right thing to be doing. Right? So D's want to have a problem with it. I's are typically going to be one of hanging out with people and worried about relationship, which sometimes is not necessarily what we're supposed to be doing. All right? Does that make sense? Yes. All right. I'm an I. I need feedback. So um, thank you. Okay, S's. All right. So S's. The, I'm just going to put all these up here so you can write them as I'm talking. Um, S's. It's ready. 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 They want to get it done the easy way. Why does an S want to get it done the easy way? What's that? S does not want attention. Oh, oh, less attention on them. That's part of it, but don't want to put anyone out. S's want to make it as easy as possible for everyone else, not for themselves, but for everyone else so that there is that peace and harmony because a, a need for the S is peace and harmony. Talking about withdrawal. Why do S's withdraw in conflict and in stress and in unhealth? is because they need peace and harmony, and there's no peace and harmony in the conflict. So they typically just bail from it. Okay? Um, motivated by appreciation, security, and assurance. All right? So I appreciate you. It's a very good thing to say to an S. Thank you cards. S is in the room. Do you like thank you cards? Handwritten thank you cards? Yeah. yeah. Does that mean a lot? If you don't get one, are you like... If you don't get a thank you from someone, does that kind of... Bother you a little bit? No. You're not an S. Come on. No. But you're probably thinking. So ISs. Here's here's where the the blends come in. ISs get really upset that there's no thank you card sent. Okay. SCs will always be like, well, they must have something really going on. They're they're really busy. They'll they'll make the excuse for the other person. And like in line at the store. A D will tell someone, hey, back of the line, buddy, if they cut in line, right? 
and I will look to the person around him and go, did you just see what happened? Can you believe what just happened? That was crazy. I can't believe that. And then they'll go home and they'll tell their spouse, what just, can you believe what happened at the store? Like, they couldn't believe it. The person just cut him off. Did you say anything to him? No, I just told everyone around me about it. Um, the S will look at him and go, oh, you know what? They probably have someone in the hospital that they need to get to. <laughs> There's clearly something going in their life. Otherwise, there's no way they would have cut in line. So I'm just going to let them go. And in fact, I'm going to buy their groceries because they don't have time to buy them. Uh, all right, we'll get to the C. Actually, I'll just tell you this. The C would just probably find the manager because that's the right thing to do, and that's against the rules. So, um, all right. So S is like helping others. Friendly, conflict-free environments. Very empathetic they're going to be the most others focused, which should be without saying, as we talked about. They don't like insensitivity, misunderstandings, surprises, intense conversation, sarcasm. S is typically really don't like sarcasm. And uh, they don't like uh, being rushed. Because that is one of the things about S's, is they like to take their sweet time with everything they do. If you, if you think about, like if you have kids that play sports, they're typically the ones after the game, all the kids are at their cars driving home, and it's the kid across the field still taking off their shin guards <laughs> or their shoes, putting them in just right. Okay, so conflict, S's don't like conflict, except in one instance, what do you think that one instance is? That S's will enter into conflict even if it's completely unsafe and they could get eaten up. What's that? For someone, else. For someone else that they love. If an S sees that someone else they love is in danger, mama bear, papa bear will come out and they will go through the roof. My mom, I was in Nashville. My brother and I, we went out. I just moved into this little apartment. And we go out to a uh, dinner. And we literally just moved in. Went out to a dinner, came back that night. And my mom is, you know, she was five foot four and um, just not really strong. Um, what's that? I disagree. Well, strong personality wise. And she was strong. Okay, whatever. My, she, wasn't as, she wasn't as strong as a uh, six foot two male. Okay. Okay. Let's. Okay. So <laughs> I normally don't have to be this exact on this story, but. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> so um, note to self, do not ring Becca too. Um, so we're walking back. The point of the story is we're walking back to the, the apartment and we see there's about 10 people in the apartment and they're having a big party. They're having blast in my new apartment that I just moved into. And so my brother and I are sitting there going, All right, what do we do? And we're talking to each other like this. And all of a sudden we look over and my mom is running over to the door and she's banging on that door. And these big dudes come to the door and they're like, hey man, what's going on? She's like, this is my son's apartment. What are you guys doing in here? Is that right, Ryan? That's, that's, that's the story. It's not just a story. And I'm like, we're sitting there going, mom, we don't know. They, they, we have no idea who these guys are. And she's just like railing in. This guy's like, hey, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. We'll be, we'll be out of here. This was our friend's place, and he gave us the key, and, and we're now gone. And like, yeah. And so it was just, but that is what an S will do when they see that there is something, their kids, their whatever are being threatened or stepped on. They will go to town on that people. You don't mess. All right, who would be the, the uh, Bible apostle, disciple? that would be the S? Barnabas? Barnabas? Barnabas probably was an S. Maybe. But that's not what I'm thinking about. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just the Gospel of John. Why would we say that? Hard for people. Very others focused. What did he not do in the entire book of John? Name himself. He didn't even talk about himself. Except in a, you know, the disciple Jesus loved, or the other disciple. And he was obviously pretty important in that. He was one of the three, right? If you look at the book of 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, it's all about love. It's all about loving others. If you don't have love, you do not know your father, right? He knew. Who did, at the cross, 
Jesus is up on the cross. Jesus has brothers. Remember that. Who does he say to Mary? He says to Mary. Who does he, he gives Mary to John? He says, take care of my mom. So he tells John, take care of my mom, because he knows John's going to take care of her. He didn't tell Peter to take care of his mom. <laughs> Peter would have lost her. Well, Peter wasn't even there, because he's, he's hanging out with the people that he wants to be friends with. You know, so John took care of her. And then Mary was also presumably an S. We know that, because who else if an angel comes and says, hey, you're going to carry a baby for nine months, and it's not your betrothed's baby, and it's going to be before you're married. Okay. Whatever you say, I'll do that for you, right? No argument, just I'll do that for you, sure, right? All right, servant heart, regardless of the implications. S styles are very easy on self, I mean easy on others, very easy on others, very hard on self, very difficult. If an S blows it, you don't need to remind them they blew it all the time. One of the first things my wife said to me early on in, in our marriage was, if I shank a shot, you don't need to tell me I shanked the shot. If you're a sports person, that means something to you. Basically, if I blow it, you don't need to tell me how I blew it. They already are telling themselves how they blew it about 100 times in their head. Okay? D's, not necessarily the case. All right? Uh, S-styles still haven't left the home because they're still helping out all over the house. So, you know, the D's, they're glad. They're, I mean, not glad, just welcome to leave. Um, S's are helping out. They will help out their whole life. That's just what they do. S's are the voice of GPS because no other voice would be so calm and kind when everyone around them is screwing up, ignoring them, and having to recalculate over and over and over again. So that's got to be the S. Okay, S's. We're good there. There's a whole lot more to all this, obviously, but that's what we're going to be able to do. Okay, C's. Like to be right. No, it's expected. Establish pattern, clear instructions, finishing what they start, organizing things. Right? C's are ready. Aim, 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 aim. Right? So as you see this, we see why we need all four. Right? We need the C's to tell the D's, don't fire yet. We need the D's to tell the C's, you got to fire at some point in your life. You need the, the S's to be cheering everyone on and just ready to do whatever they need to do to get the job done. And you need eyes to keep it fun and remind us that life is, needs to be fun and we need to have inspiring and inspiration. Okay? But we all need each other to get these things done and get them done well and with excellence. Okay? C's want to get it done right. Um, motivated by quality answers, values, excellence. Again, as we talked about earlier, they're very hypercritical when unhealthy and stressed. 99% isn't good enough for a C. It's got to be 100%. It's got to be perfect. Want to understand every detail. Very difficult to please. Who is the high C in the Bible? Matthew would be one, but that's, that's more based on the chosen, I think, than actual scripture with Matthew. Thomas. It's, it's right there in his name, right? Doubting Thomas. So he did not believe until... Side. But who, who would you go to if you want to know, like, accurately what happened? Who would you go to of those disciples? Thomas. Because it's evidence. He's like, he's checking it out. He's like, no, that can't be. I just saw him up on the cross. There's no way. Because that's logical. Makes sense. It's rational. So, right, it's peer-reviewed. It's all these things. Right? I know we're in a time where science is a bit fuzzy, but there is a thing about logic and facts. And so Thomas actually went to India, which is presumably back then was a skeptical population as well. They were kind of the ends. He went there to to witness. He went there to share the gospel after Jesus died. Probably presumably sent him there because he's going to be a guy who's going to be very factual, very logic-based to be able to do that and answer those hard questions. All right. Martha would also very likely be a C. She was focused on the details of everything, um, but uh, we don't have time to get much deeper into that. Um, Luke, also the gospel of Luke would be the high C gospel. Because at the beginning, he even talked about that. I, eyewitnesses, details, making sure everything's just in order. Um, so that would be, that'd be that. 
Mark, by the way, would be the D gospel because it's short to the point. Immediately is referred, said many, many times throughout the gospel of Mark. Um, interestingly, the gospel of Matthew would very likely be the I gospel, but he likely probably, he probably was a C. Um, but uh, tax collector, all that stuff. But All right, C's. Uh, we can thank our friends at the, the C's to actually have GPS because they're the logic boards of GPS. Um, in fact, a friend of mine was the guy, if, you, if you're wondering, when GPS first came out, the little dot on GPS was just a little off the road. And uh, I have a friend who was a professor at University of Florida, and he created the algorithm to bring that dot just a little bit over so it's actually on the road. Okay? <laughs> Only C's would like, care enough to take all that time and figure out that algorithm to get it on the road. Because I used to be like, fine, I'm fine driving the ditch as long as it gets me there close enough. Come on, <laughs> let's go. Um, D's just want to get there. They're going to look at a different route anyway, so it doesn't matter what the D's. So. Um, all right. And then C's have bought their parents' house and they're renting it back to them. So, um, all right. Any questions about C's? All right. Okay, so I'm just going to show this very quickly. If you, if you do the assessment, you'll get two charts that look just like this. The one on the right is the way you're wired. This is your chart. These are my charts, okay? So this is the way you're wired. As you see, every time I have ever taken this assessment, I've taken it four times, uh, I've had 100 on the eye, okay? So it's pretty clear I'm very high eye. The D has fluctuated a little tiny bit, maybe between here and here. Where I took it changed a little bit over here. Where I took it, the assessment, whether I took it at home versus when I was with my COO, who's like 100 on D, I took this one with him. So my environment was under the D. At home, my D was up here. Because my wife's D is down here. Okay? Becca's, I can say Becca because she's right there. Um, my S, it was lower because neither of us needed much S at that point. My S here is a little higher here, but at home my S is lower. Um, true is what my wife says, of course. Um, my kids would think, and this is most parents, by the way, Whoever is the enforcer, so to speak, at home disciplinarian most of the time, the kids will think their D is 100. My kids say, you're not an I, you're all D, you know? And depending on the situation, people will think you're different things, okay? But this environment chart will be changing over time. It will be dependent on your circumstance and your situation, dependent on what you're going through that particular time. You know, if you're caring for a sick spouse, or if you're caring for a sick child, or if you're caring for somebody and you're a high D or I, your S here will probably be higher during that time because you're caring for someone during that time. So it just depends on what's going on in your life at that time on the left chart. This chart, pretty much from womb to when you die, it will be very similar because that's how you're wired. That's your temperament. Does that make sense to everybody? So that's important just to remember. Now, I'm just going to show you something here because this is really important. This is my daughter. I normally wouldn't have the name there, but it's there, and I forgot to take it off. Um, and it won't surprise anyone who knows Kirsten that we're almost exactly opposite, right? But we connect on this S here and the I here, okay, a lot more um, than the C. We're not going to connect there much, okay? What have I, I've had to actually study her and learn her over time because she's completely opposite of me. Okay, and that's what we talk about here, where it starts with not understanding them. Fortunately, she was the second one that, of our children that is like this. She's the fourth in the bunch, but she's the second that's wired like this. The first one, my oldest son, I didn't get him for a very long time. I thought he was depressed all the time. I thought he was bummed about everything because he was in his room a lot. He wasn't talking. What he was doing was withdrawing from the chaos of the home because he was an SC. But I, I kept going, and are you all right? He's like, yeah, I'm fine, Dad. I'm good. Are you sure? Because you seem like something's not right. I'm fine, Dad. Really, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay, just you're going to let me know if something's not right, right? Yeah, yeah Dad. Yeah, Dad. And so Kirsten, similarly, is doing a lot of that, especially as they get into their teen years. Okay, so we start with not understanding, which I didn't, to understanding, which is what we're doing today. We're starting to understand a little bit. Okay, and then you can appreciate the qualities, and then celebrate. When we're celebrating their qualities, we're going to want to really get in there and actually, same thing when you really understand another culture. 
If you just understand it, okay, well, I understand you. That's cool. Now let's go our merry way. When you celebrate it, you realize, I want to enter into that at some level too. And to be able to really celebrate you, I'm going to need to understand you, appreciate you, and work with you in all these different ways. And the only way you're really going to be able to do that is to understand them and speak their language fluently. So that means I have to speak C fluently and I have to speak S fluently, even though they're not my fluent language. Right? I speak I no matter what. You can't take an I out of someone who's got 100 on the I. Okay? That's always going to be there. I need to tone it down sometimes when I'm with people. Because if I go yelling at everybody, they're going to be like, just get it. Whoa, dude, what's going on? Why are you so crazy? So I need to tone it down with a lot of people. If I'm at a big party or at a big stage and I'm doing emceeing something, that's going to be appropriate. If I'm doing a memorial service or a wedding, that's not going to be appropriate. Right? Okay. So now this is where... Oh, wait. I'm going to go back here. Sorry. Okay. So... This is where I'm just going to really quickly, um, this could be like a four-part sermon, but we're not going to do that. This is where that celebrating, that understanding, that really being able to, as I talked about earlier, when we bring in Scripture into this, we're wired a certain way. We are created for good works beforehand. Before we were even born, God created us. We are His workmanship. We are a poema, Right? We are wired a certain way. We have certain gifts. We know that through all kinds of different scriptures I could go into, but I'm not going to. Right? The same author told us about all these different things. Paul told us about all these things. Interestingly, Paul, a high D, is writing about all these seemingly like soft skills. Right? So they must be pretty important if he's talking about gifts, if he's talking about love. Right? That love chapter that's in every wedding was written by a high D, presumably. Right? We don't know that for a fact. I never had him take an assessment. But... We can, we can venture to guess that's what he was, was when he wrote this fluffy love chapter, right? Well, because what did he also write about? You know, he also wrote about in Romans 12, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The Holy Spirit's doing that work in, in 12.2. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Notice it does not say, test and approve what God's will is, work really hard to transform your mind and renew your mind, and then you'll be able to die to self. Then you'll be able to offer your body as living sacrifice. Jesus did not say, follow me, then I'm going to teach you how to pick up your cross every day, and then ultimately you're going to be able to die to self at some point. No, he said, die to self. Paul said, surrender, offer your body's living sacrifice. Jesus then said, when you die to self, then you're going to be able to pick up your cross and follow me. Okay, we're, we're not going to be able to will ourselves to be, I'm not going to be able to will myself to be a C and be fluent in a C. I, I just won't be able to. But if I die to self and I clothe myself with Christ, which is what Paul also talks about, Christ was perfect in all four personality styles. Now, by the way, some of you may take this assessment and you may be a level personality, which is all your bars will be within this middle section. That doesn't make you Jesus. Okay? I just did a training recently and this, and this guy had a level and everyone's like, be like Vern. And I'm like, you know, I don't, don't be making any bracelets, WWVD, first of all, because that's kind of weird. Secondly... It's just not, that's not the way it works because we're human and we're, the fall happened. So level personalities, interestingly, are fluent in all languages. The problem is, languages, personality languages, the problem with them is they're human and they don't know when to be what at any given time. So the great thing is they can speak every language fluent thing. The bad thing is you have no idea who you're dealing with on any given day. And so often they'll come across as very stoic because they're confused in their mind all the time of who am I supposed to be. Now... This is where kind of some of these different... Enneagram is another one some of you may know. A nine, if you're a nine on the Enneagram, you're probably thinking you're level. You're not, probably, because that's only 1% of the population. It's actually less than 1% of the population. Okay, but nines think they're everybody. Um, okay. So we need to die to self. 
pick up our cross, follow Jesus. Jesus, when you look at Jesus, just in a nutshell, this is a whole different training, but Jesus, when you think about it, when was he a D? Turning over the tables. Right? Woe to the Pharisees. Right? He, he was just blunt, direct, to the point, harsh, coming in, righteous anger. This is not right. This is not good. Direct, didn't have time to give all the reasons for everything. Just stop it. Turn over the tables. When was he and I? What's that? Yeah, probably. Wedding at Cana. Keep the party going, right? Right? More wine. Like, let's go. We got to keep the party going. He was whimsical. Think about it. On the road to Emmaus, he's like cruising with these guys. He could have been like, hey, guys, I'm Jesus. Let's go tell everyone. But he's cruising along. Hey, what's going on? Oh, didn't you? Don't you guys know? The big news? Like, of course Jesus knew it was the big news. He's like, what's going on? He's joking around with them, basically. He's playing with them a little bit. On the beach, when the guys are out at the boat. Right? He's kind of playing with them a little bit. He's like, hey, what's going on, guys? What are you doing out there? Didn't tell me it was Jesus right away. Didn't, didn't, he, didn't, he did these different things. Sermon on the Mount, very inspiring. Right? He's, he was telling stories to little children. He was a storyteller. He was teaching in parables. Right? He was fun. We often forget the fun part of Jesus. Chosen's done a great job of that, by the way. If you haven't seen The Chosen, I, I just started watching it recently to actually help me in this training. Not this one, but a different one I did. But just to be able to train more on, on those different parts. And I think it does a great job. I think whoever made that is very well-versed in DISC because they, they nailed those different personality styles. Even putting Dom, Thomas as the guy at the wedding of Cana as the guy who was bringing the wine and being very detailed on each type, you know, there should be four. I said, there should be four. There should have been four, you know, you know and, and so all these different things. But Jesus, when talking to different people, knew who he was talking to. So the S, Jesus was an S when the healing people, taking time for people, very empathetic. Who touched me? He felt people. He saw people. He knew people. S is the easiest for a C of Jesus, and that's what most people think. If you look at society, just love like Jesus. Right? That's what they're, they're talking about, the S part of Jesus, really. The part that with Mary, the Mary and Martha story is one of the best to, to show this. Him being exactly who he needed to be for the different people at any given time. If you remember the story at Lazarus' tomb with Mary and Martha. Lazarus, dead. Martha comes up and asks Basically, they ask the almost exact same question. What happened and why did this happen? I mean, that's, that's a paraphrase. And he actually described to Martha the sea, I am the resur resurrection and the life. Those who come to me never die. And he proceeds to explain to her the mechanics of what's happening. Because Martha needed that as a task-focused, likely C, probably some D in there too. Okay? What did he do with Mary? Likely an S. You remember? Shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. He wept. She asked the same thing. Wept. Held her. Embraced her. Because that's what she needed at that moment. So he was both within literally a few minutes of each other probably. He was a C and an S. Same thing as I talked earlier about Peter. Right? He's like, who am I? Right? Like Jesus said ever. And then he's probably, you know, I don't know exactly what that was. Probably... Oh, I see. Probably see more than anything. And then five minutes later, get behind me, Satan, right? That's kind of a D thing to say, right? I don't know. Seems like it to me. It's kind of brutal, harsh, direct, right? Doesn't get much more direct. Okay. So that's, I just want to make sure. And then in that, um, this might get a little uncomfortable for some people. So just a warning. We've been very fun. And, um, and this is hopefully going to be helpful to some people in here, somebody really may need to hear this right now, or you may know somebody who really needs to hear this. Um, but we're going to talk about Ephesians 5 real quick. And in verses 15 through uh, 33, okay? This is Paul talking, husbands, wives, parents, all right? 
Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart. Giving thanks always and for everything to, the, to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. I read that in the context of this conversation to study and understand one another and be to them who they need to be at any given moment in their life. Submit to who they need. It doesn't say do what you need to do in life. Right? Submitting to others. Philippians, the hymn of Christ, Jesus emptied himself out, right? Now, just to address one more thing, too. Like, verse 19, I don't think that's saying we should walk around in, like, like a musical. We're not, we're not a musical singing all the time. That'd be kind of weird, all right? But it does, it, I think it's more just live in the joy of worship. Live in the joy of being a follower of Christ. And what does that look like in life? Hopefully, we can keep that rather than a negative, you know, uh, unwise Wait, and this is talking about because the days are evil. Because everything in the world, like we just heard, is trying to destroy us. Satan is trying to destroy us. Okay? So then, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. That is the verse right before the next verse that's caused a lot of issues, particularly with the feminist movement in our world. Okay? The next verse says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Any D wives in here? Is that hard to read? Yeah, of course it is. Because everything in a D says there's no way I want to submit to anybody. Because I want to be in control. And I want to have choice in the matter. And that tells me I don't have choice. Now, is that actually what it's saying? There's, it's way more nuanced than that. But before that, it said, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So it can't be that the woman is a doormat to the husband and he, she does whatever he tells her to do. That can't be what it means. But it does say, submit to your husband... Submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Okay, that's really hard. Even if you're not a D, that's really hard. Okay? But then it says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Now, for the life of me, I have no idea why Paul didn't lead with that. Because that would have changed everything about the other part. Because if, if the husband's actually loving her as Christ loved the church, who wouldn't want to submit to that? Right? But then it goes, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, shall hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each, each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Do not exasperate your children. My wife says that to me often. Because we need to hear it often. Because it's hard. These things, like I said, this is a four-part sermon. Okay, I don't have time to get into all the details, but I want to read it to remind us that this stuff is really, really hard. Okay, I have helped, I helped a couple a few years ago. It was a good friend of ours. I'm not going to, I'm clearly not going to name any names, but it's a good friend of ours and they were really struggling. And they said, Phil, can you help us out? I said, well, I'm not a marriage counselor. I, I can't do that, but I take these assessments and I'll come over and I'll be able to go through scripture, read this type of stuff. But it was a high D-I wife with a high C-S husband who has a job where he is with people all the time and he is leading people all the time for several days straight and then he comes home 
He's also an elite athlete. So what all he wants to do when he gets home, see who's been with people for several days, what does he want to do when he gets home? Work out with who? Nobody. Yes. And have nobody talking to him, be in a room. What does high DI wife want when he comes home? Talk. Sex. Time together. Parties. Going out with friends. People over, hosting parties, everything. Is that a recipe for success? If you don't understand that, they didn't understand that. She said, he doesn't love me, he never wants to have sex with me. And every man out there, all I hear in society is every man has a libido and can never get enough. Okay? And, and I, I don't, I clearly, mine, I, I, it's always women want it less. But that's not true. Same way men, women don't talk more necessarily than men. The libido isn't a male-female thing fully either. There is some, yes, with testosterone. I get that, yes. But a lot of that is personality style too. Okay? The eyes tend to want things in excess. Okay? Yes, that probably is true to a certain extent. But... The, the key for that type, and I'm just going to say that as an example, and you need to see that this isn't just like uh, beaten up on that, those, that mix. But every mix has its challenges. But the D or I female to the SCCS male is one of the hardest biblical marriages out there because it's reverse gender roles based on what this talks about. Okay, so that's really, really hard. Talk about dying to self trusting that this is right and good, right? I'm not making this stuff up. It's, I'm the messenger here, so don't get mad at me. Or do, and then take it up with the Lord. But this is something to be aware of, be cognizant of as no tip, strategy, chart, arrows, all the things we're going to see in these next things is going to work if you don't have a transformation and a renewal of your heart and your mind. Okay, if you don't believe this and you don't trust this and you don't think this, this, these words know more than you do and care about you more than you care about yourself and love your wife and yourself more than you do, none of this stuff will work. Okay, it'll just be stuff that's a band-aid over a gaping head wound that will fester and fester and fester. Okay? Does that make sense? Thanks for letting me preach for a little bit. <laughs> Okay, these next ones, we have 15 minutes. There's no way, I don't even think, I, I might not even be able to click through all of them in 15 minutes. I'm going to click through these next ones, just enough time for you to get pictures. Okay, I'm going to go through the first one just so you know what it is. What are the agreement that you're not going to do with these pictures? Share them. Share them. Um, you can share them with your spouse. That's okay if they're not here or if they are here to go over them. Um, but don't share them anywhere because that is a felony. So... Um, just, just a reminder, I was an attorney, I know at least that. Um, but don't do it because it's not right. Um, but anyway, but that is, I'll do it just enough, and then I'll, I'll camp out on a couple of the slides toward the end, okay? All right, so here we go. So this is just the D, this is relating to your kids. This can also work with spouses, this can also work with friends, this can work with different things. But with a D, this is D to a D. So these charts are the D parent to these different personality style children. Okay, these are just strategies. Again, don't do this and then email me and say, Phil, it didn't work. Okay? It won't. A lot of, especially if it's D to D, that, that's a tough one. Okay, D's are really hard. But they're also going to change the world. As we've said, most D's, if you, you, if you have D kids, you know, you know this statement. They're either going to be a terrorist or a great leader for the kingdom. <laughs> right? Can anybody relate with that? Yes. Okay. Eyes, it's like, are they ever going to pass fifth grade? Because they don't care about school. At least maybe that's just my eye. I don't know. Um, but this is where, look at this. So what does a D need? Choice, challenge, control. Lead with solid options. Choice. 
Listen for her decisions. Control. Choice. Respect for her drive for results. Challenge. Right? The I. Lead with friendly. You need to, they need to know you like them. Right? People side. Like. Trust. You'll get them to do. Listen to stories. Very important for eyes. They'll tell lots of stories. Eyes, by the way, also will interrupt other people's stories. Regularly. All the time. And they don't understand why people don't like them. But they will, over, they will just talk over people. And, no, and they always one-up it. It's like, oh, no, 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 I got the better story. Again, we talked about that. They do have better stories. They have great stories. They have good stories and tons of stories because they do a ton of things. But so, so the, as a parent, listen to the stories. Take time. And by the way, I talked about this at breakfast. Eyes will also give every last detail because they want the attention as long as they possibly can. So if you have a high eye, you say, what would you do today? Strap in. It might be a while. They'll start, I got up, and then I turned my alarm clock off, and then I went to the bathroom, and then I washed my hands, hopefully, and then I ate breakfast, and I made, you want to know what I made? No, they won't even ask that question. They'll just tell you, and they'll go on from there. So you might say, give me some highlights. What are some highlights from your day? And to be able to then be careful to how you phrase questions. But listen, respect enthusiasm. S's leave us slower. Again, slower. Listen without interrupting, because you interrupt an S, and they're going to, Cut out, right? I've seen, I'm not going to name any names, but people that you may know, when, they, when they're interrupted, they're like, fine, I'm just not going to tell the story. And then they leave. Um, that might have happened in our house. <laughs> Respect, steadiness. C's, quality, logical, consistency, right? Like these are things. So that will go through for each of these other ones too. So a lot of them are similar, but they're a little bit different. It'll seem like it's saying the same thing, but it's a little bit different. Eye to eye. Okay? We good? Got pictures? Anybody else still need a picture? If you have an iPhone, like 11 or beyond, it actually focuses for you after you take the picture. I don't know if everybody knew that little trick of screens. If you don't have an iPhone, I I don't know whether it does that for you. Probably not, because it's not as good. Um, Okay. Actually, it's better from a, I know computer people, it's a better product, but it's not as easy to use. All right, here we go, S's. You can just have your cameras ready and then just, if I start going, go, no, stop it. Okay, next one, C's. We good? I just want to get to everything. Okay, all right, so these are a lot of stuff we've already talked about. Most of the stuff up top are all things we talked about, okay? These last two, ideal environment for a D, opportunities to move, do. Think about this, if, if you have teachers and you're going to parent-teacher conference and they're telling you that your D is a pain in the butt and you're like, I know, but what are we going to do about it, right? These are some, some ways that you can take this to that parent-teacher conference and go, hey, have we tried this. These are things that might be able to work. New challenges to master, fast-paced, thought-provoking, independent, experiential. So how can you incorporate that into a classroom, maybe? How can you incorporate that into your house? How can you give them challenges? Agenda, challenges, often challenges the teacher. We already know that. Uh, Learns by trial and error. Goal-oriented, hardworking, likes to do things the, or likes to do things my way. Right? So that is the reality. Likes to do things my way, even if it's not the best way. And they know it's not the best way. They still want to do it their way. Okay, we're just going to C's. Little throwing you off a little bit. We're going from D to C instead of I. But again, down here, those are all things we've talked about. Opportunities question. Okay, so you can you can fill this out while I put that there. They want to do things the correct way the first time. C is very important. Detailed instruction details. It's actually why I want to really finish my slides because C's will be very mad at me if I don't. Okay, actually, real quick funny story. I actually have a, had a high C CO, and he was doing my slides one presentation at a, at a conference, and I, I got up and I just said, you know, I was just out there during worship, and I really felt God um, just telling me I was supposed to say something else today to you guys. And I just saw him go. <laughs> and I, I, I did, I, I ignored him. 
Um, and afterwards, he, he, uh, he goes, I go, what would you think? He goes, you lost the whole audience when you said that you uh, were leading, being led by the Spirit. And he's like, you didn't follow your slides that you had. And so anyway, um, that's just a little C, th- the example. Um, Want to do things the correct way. If you have slides, that's not the correct way. You know, don't the Spirit. Come on. Um, okay. I like to do things the fun way, as I talked about earlier. Okay, these are really important because eyes are hard to get to do anything that isn't, like, fun. And a lot of stuff in life isn't fun. And I know this because I'm an eye, so I get it fully. Novelty, entertained, all these different things. Um, active, unstructured, informal, like you see a theme, right? The other thing about an eye that is critical, short-term projects with a nice little reward, fun reward at the end of that short-term project. You can get them to do a lot of things if you have that, but shorter the better, okay? I run a nonprofit that we've had in five, 14, 15 years, several different projects that we've done. It's why I've been able to run the same organization for 15 years, because we're not doing one thing over and over and over and over. I was an attorney for eight years, and part of the reason I was an attorney for eight years and not a lot longer, is I was at one law firm where I literally had 130, uh, I had 130 cases I was working on at any given time, and they were all the exact same case, just different plaintiffs. It was Salma Smith Barney, if everybody remembers, WorldCom stock options back in the day, WorldCom crashed. We represented Smith Barney, and I had the same case over and over and over and over again. A C would have loved it. I did not. Um, and, you know, and I tried and tried and tried. But anyway, so fun, 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 fun. Upbeat, new, changing. Try to give them ways to be involved. They're going to blurt out answers. How can you minimize that? You know, it's kind of like, do you remember what people said about Michael Jordan? They kind of say it about Steph Curry as well. Well, yesterday, apparently, the Celtics figured it out. But um, they said you can't stop them. You can only hope to contain them. And I feel like that's the I. Like, you're not going to stop them from being that way. How can you contain them and make it so that it's okay in the classroom, at home, in whatever, right? Okay. Um, the S, like to do things the kind way. S's are, it's easier in some ways. Don't overstimulate the S. Silence, alone time, stable, harmonious. I mean, if you go to the I to this, it's like, you see why often pushing buttons in kids in families is is easy because they know each other really well and for an i to provoke an s or a c is pretty easy a d will just they'll fight all the time an s will escape or they'll or they will also if they feel like one of their kids siblings is getting hurt or something they might go to their defense if they're in good you know if they're in good with them but that's really what we're looking here very receptive, teachers' dreams. Teachers love S's, just love S's. Okay, all right, this is just one. I'm just gonna give this at the end. If you wanna stick around at the end, I'll have the other charts. I did this one because the I child is typically the most difficult for teachers, for parents to actually understand how to get them to do anything productive. Um, So these are some strategies for that. All right, so. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, I got you. Um, I talked about all these principles pretty much throughout. But child cannot be forced to change behavior, nor can adults, nor can anybody. You can't force anyone to do anything. We have prisons because that's punishment. But it's, they still didn't do what you told them to do or not to do. Okay? Challenge of the behavior is a result of an unsolved problem, unmet, need, unmet needs, or a lack of skills. Okay? Well, these other ones will make that make a lot more sense. Choose a response to prevent the reaction. That's what we've taught a lot of these strategies. The strategies you do not meet a need or two, choose another strategy, right? Because what you keep doing, you have, when you keep doing what you've been doing, you will keep getting the same results, right? That idea of insanity, right? You keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. I think that's what a lot of us are doing in our homes, in our marriages. We're doing the same thing over and over and over, whatever works for me. I speak to people on how I think I would respond really well in that situation, as opposed to learning them and understanding them 
and how they need to be addressed and engaged in. So as we're speaking, our job in communication, our job in conflict resolution is to understand ourselves, how we're perceived, and understand the other. Our job is not to, to say to them, you have to understand me and come to me. We go meet them where they are. As Paul met the guys in Athens at the Areopagus, he didn't go in there and just start preaching the same thing he preached somewhere else. He came in and talked about the unknown God, right? So those are all things that we need to remember. Okay. These are, again, I'm going to do these um, as pictures. These are some discipline ideas. One of my favorite ones here is be brief to the point and leave the room. That's, if there's one thing you remember about a D, otherwise they're going to turn it into a debate and an argument. And they'll tell you why they were right. They'll tell you why everyone else in the house does the same thing. And they will, that will always be, you know, you didn't do the dishes. Well, you didn't do the dishes either. It's like, yeah, you're right. I didn't just now. I did them three hours ago. And there were three of them in the sink, by the way. It would have taken you 10% of the time it took you to argue with me to do those three dishes. But it doesn't matter. They will fight. Okay. Um, blind spot for the D child being too pushy and bossy, hurting the feelings of others. They will do that, and they won't understand why they did it. They won't understand why they don't have any friends. They won't understand the drama cycle is going to happen to D's a lot. We good? Okay. Uh, C's. Go ahead and take that. Um, this is what I talked about with my daughter and my son. When they go silent on you, that may not be sulking. They may just be processing or thinking. They may, they're likely not depressed. They're likely not having those issues. They might be, so ask the questions. But when they respond with, I'm fine, I'm just processing, believe it. it. Took me three years to actually believe Becca when she said she was processing when we had arguments. Because I was like, no, we communicate. That's what we do. We communicate. We're in marriage. I was a communications major. I know that you got to communicate in marriage. That's what you do. You communicate. You can't talk. You can't wait. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, right? All that stuff. She's like, I'm processing. I'll talk when I'm ready. Took me about three years to realize she did talk eventually on most things, and then some things she forgot about them. And uh, it's because we had lots of kids, and you lose brain you know, cells when you have kids. This is this fact. That's fact. Um, oh, that's my cue again. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Perfectionists didn't come across as cold. Okay, we're just going to do these. I'm not going to talk anymore about these things because uh, I'm over and people are getting antsy. Okay. Got pictures? No. Yeah? S. Yeah, even that, even the picture is just, aww. No other picture got an aww. That, S's always get the aww, which is why other people want to be S, and then, and then you don't sometimes, too. But, you know, but it's great. S's are great. Okay. Um, we'll just... Quick, pictures, I'm not going to talk about these ones. These are secret tips. That's what it says on the top anyway. Good? Remember what I said about people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care? That's the tip for the C. Okay, we good? It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. And the S. You may actually help other people by saying no. Very important for us is thank you so much, but I already have another commitment. And the thing about S's too is they often will let down the people that they love the most because they know that they'll be there. And they want to make sure the other, because they know that those people understand. Whereas the other people, they don't know that, so they want to. So that's a, a, a blind spot for an S as well. Okay, I already went through all that. This is an interaction guide. If you, if you, I mean, you don't really need the picture here. You can, you'll be able to get this on the next screen. But if you have particular issues with particular kids, spouse, whatever, 
you can both get those reports. And one of the other reasons to buy the report online is there's a link that you can go to that you can get these interaction guides. If you do your whole family, you can put it on a team chart and kind of have a nice quick reference of the different personality styles of your kids, all these different things. But this is one of these. Basically, it has me here, my daughter here, and in the middle, strategies for me with her. This is great for bosses. This is great for like all kinds of people out there who, when you really need to know your different people, okay? And then that's the flip side, okay? So here's those charts. I'll say again, if you want to get this at your churches, if you want to get this, you know, if you want just more, if you have some questions later, something comes up, this here is the interaction guide here. The assessments are here. The team chart tool that I just talked about is there, okay? So you just plug in this one to get the assessments. It'll come back. And the other thing is, I'll, I will have access to your assessments too. Like if you take it on this, on this one, I don't like study it and memorize it and hold it against you or anything. But if you called and said, hey, I got some questions, I can pull up your reports. I can make a team chart. I can talk with you about it. Teachers, if you're in your classroom and you want to do it for all your kids, like I could help you, co I could coach you on that. And I'll, I'll do that, no problem. Um, you know, within reason, of course. But, you know, if you're at a school and the, you have an in-service day and you're looking for stuff, you know, I mean, I'd love to do all that. I just love helping people flourish with this stuff, okay? Stuff over there, check it out if you want to. Um, and uh, just making sure that some people move stuff around. I'll make sure everything's over there. Okay. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, they're all there. People just moved them around. Okay. Uh, any questions? Is it... Yes, you'll get a code, and then you'll just send them that code with the instructions. And the instructions will come when they go to the page with the code. All the, you get the code, it comes with an instruction on go, where to, the link to take it, all that stuff. So. so what, what age of a child would you recommend? That's a great question. I, I personally, we have, there's ones called like, it's, it's like robots that are doing things, and you pick the robot most like you. For what age? That's from 5 to 12. Mm, not a huge fan of them. I think those are fine if you want to take it to kind of confirm what you think about them. But then if it comes back totally different, then you're like, oh, well, am I wrong? Or, you know, it, 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 I don't know. It seems more work. I would say a mature 10-year-old can take the teen version. Um, and then I start giving the adult version at about 15 or so. I, I use it with all my high school girls that I, I coach high school. That's, by the way, I didn't say that at the beginning. I coach high school soccer, and I've done this with a high school soccer team. And I say, if it can work with high school girls, it can work with anybody. Okay, and that's absolutely true. And it took a very toxic team, and now we're probably the healthiest team I've ever coached by far. Um, very successful team from a record standpoint, but more than that, we've produced some amazing females going into college who are now young women. And, uh, and uh, we had 12 seniors on our team last year, which is unheard of in high school soccer to have that many seniors on a team because um, most of them just want to go do everything else. We had girls who never played a minute who just wanted to be on the team because it was such a healthy culture. So I give them the adult assessments because the difference between the teen assessment and the adult assessment is the teen assessment has two words that what are you most like? It's just two words rather than three words for the adult. So if they're... If they're smart kids, they'll, they'll be fine with that adult, probably, like I said, 14, 15 on up to whatever. Yeah. But the teen version from, like I said, mature 10-year-old to 15, 16, depending. Okay? The child version's from 5-year-old to 12-year-old, but it's, it's robots, and, and I, I, it's hard to not coach them. And most kids do what they want to be rather than what they are. And so it's, it's, just, it's just hard to, I, I go with kids, I go, I just do mostly like really understand it yourself and then type them as much as you can. I mean, it's, it's usually pretty easy to see, at least outgoing reserved. And then when you start listening for words that they say, if they're saying fun all the time, then you're like, okay, they're an I. If they're, if they're just dialed in on, oh, I gotta get straight A's, I gotta get straight A's, then it's probably a D at some level you know, if, if they're outgoing, right? And that, or I do see that at a younger age, but they really don't come into their personality until they hit puberty. So it's, it's a little bit environmental 
It, it is. That's why I say to confirm what you think you know. Because with your kids, I mean, I've given all my kids assessments, but like my son took it and he's, he came out as DI. And I think he's an ID. Um, but uh, I did the, yeah, I did the robot one with him. And just because I, I had a code, I wanted to try it out because I didn't want to just speak from, oh, I think this, you know. No, I, and I'd given Kirsten the, I gave our, the one I showed you her chart, I gave her a bot one, and she came out perfectly level almost. And I was like, ah, I don't know about that, you know. And so then I gave her a teen version. It came back as, I mean, you saw where her, her other ones were. They were really low. Her D was really low. Now, but watching her, I mean, we all have all of it in us, right? So you can see at any given moment, you're like, oh, they're a D because they just argued with me. Well, that's not what we do, right? So the last thing, some of you may be wondering, and this is always a question I get at every training I've ever had, um, what's the difference between this and Enneagram and Strength Finders and Myers-Briggs and all these different things out there? Myers-Briggs is really a more complex and complicated version of DISC. Um, it's based on the same principles, extrovert, introvert, you know, it doesn't say task, reserve, but it does with intuitive and all these other things. Too many letters, it, it's not simple. Like for conflict resolution, communication, really hard to, you're not going to be able to type other people. You're not going to be able to do all these other things. You can't ask two simple questions to get there. Enneagram, but it does a lot of the same things. So if you're a leader of something, it might not be a bad idea to know all that stuff. Enneagram is very introspective. Enneagram is great for understanding self, but what any Enneagram expert will tell you is don't type other people. Right. So what, it doesn't do much good for communication and stuff with people you don't know. Now you can do that for family. I'm not saying don't do it. If you love the Enneagram, there's nothing wrong with it. I can tell you as an ID, I'm a seven eight, and almost every ID will be a seven wing eight. And DIs are eight wing sevens. And so I know a lot about Enneagram. I've studied Enneagram a ton. I like it. I just think it's totally different for the purpose. Strength finders, I love strength finders. It's a productivity tool. So you need to know the personality style to know how it colors the productivity. For instance, my number one is a ranger. So not like a ranger, like lone ranger, like a ranger, I arrange things. If you just hear a ranger, at least when I hear a ranger, I think of like Legos and organizing things and labeling things and making sure everything's arranged properly. But to know that I'm an I, what do you think I arrange well? People. So I connect people all around the world to each other. It's what I do. I, I was able to pull together a book and write a collective, collaborative book. But as an I, I didn't do it by myself because that's not, it's not fun, right? I'm sitting around and write a book. I mean, that's like watching paint dry, you know? But I had other people bring it in. I edited it because it was a collective, collaborative process. So to know that is important. To know empathy for me, where would you think empathy is? Out of 34 on strength finders. Don't, don't think of that fact that I do orphan care work. Take that out of your mind. Empathy is 33 out of 34. Focus as a high eye, where would you think focus is? 31. 31. You know that. Um, 31, right? So if you look at that, you could think, wow, you must not be able to do anything because you're not empathetic and you have no focus. No, I took that and I know what my personality style is too. And I said, what do I need to work on? And then I said, I can work on my empathy, my focus. So I started, I, I had already started a podcast, but when I did the podcast, and it's an interview podcast, I realized this is a great place to practice those things because it's not about me. I have to focus on them all the time. I have to put away all my stuff, and I, can't, I need to focus on them because it's about them. That's you know, the empathy entering in and listening. So all that, anyway, that's enough. Any other questions? Good? Thank you for uh, coming. Thank this was fun. <laughs>